Isaiah 49, verses 14 and 15. But Zion said, The Lord hath forsaken me, and my Lord hath forgotten me. Can a woman forget her sucking child, that she should not have compassion on the son of her womb? Yea, they may forget, yet will I not forget thee. My friends, people forget, but God remembers. People are forgetful, men especially. We forget birthdays, we forget anniversaries. In fact, I always heard the best way to remember your anniversary is to forget it just once. <laughs> Politicians count on a forgetful electorate. But days like Memorial Day are important to keep us from forgetting. Days like Good Friday and Easter, VE Day, VJ Day, Mother's Day, Father's Day, Independence Day, Columbus Day, Veterans Day, Thanksgiving Day, Pearl Harbor Day, Christmas Day. These days are important to keep us from forgetting. People forget, but God remembers. God does not forget. He remembers. He remembers his people. He says here, a mother would sooner forget her child than God to forget one of his. God remembers all those whom he has chosen forever. God remembers his people. He remembers his promises. He remembers his convictions of mercy and truth. He remembers our composition, which is dust. People forget, but God remembers. People remember, but God forgets. We remember sins. We remember our own sins. We are continually plagued by mistakes in our past. We sometimes feel that God's forgiveness is not possible. We figure our earthly consequences are evidence that we have not been forgiven. We remember not only our own sins, we remember those sins perpetrated against us. We find it difficult, even impossible, to forgive others. But Jesus said we are to forgive as we have been forgiven. As believers, we are commanded and equipped equipped to forgive. You know, you can't give away what you don't have. I would love to give every one of you a million dollars today, but I can't. You know why? I don't have it. And so you can't give away what you don't have. We have been forgiven. We can forgive. It's funny, though. The only thing God does forget is our sin. The only thing God forgets is our sin. In fact, he says he takes our sin and casts it as far as the east is from the west. Now, on a globe, you know, the world is round on a globe, east and west eventually meet. But from God's universal perspective, east and west never meet. And that's how far he takes our sins away. When Jesus finished his work, our sin was finished and forgotten. And if you want your sins to be finished and forgotten... You need to receive Jesus Christ as your Savior, believing he died on the cross to pay for your sins, that he was buried for your sins, and he rose again the third day. People forget, but God remembers. People remember, but God forgets. My friends, we must remember. We must remember the sacrifices that have been made on our behalf. First of all, by Jesus, he willingly laid down his life for us. And he has commanded that we remember his sacrifice in his church through baptism, which reminds us of his death and burial, and through the Lord's Supper, which reminds us of his broken body and his shed blood. We also must remember the sacrifices that were made for us, not only by Jesus, but by the early church and the martyrs through the millennia. We must remember the sacrifices that were made by our American founding fathers, We must remember the sacrifices that were made by our military, both past and present. I think we forget. 
where we get our freedoms. Years ago, this poem was written. It's called, It's the Soldier. It's the soldier, not the minister, who's given us the freedom of religion. It's the soldier, not the reporter, who's given us freedom of the press. It's the soldier, not the poet, that gives us the freedom of speech. It's the soldier, not the campus organizer, who's given us the freedom to protest. It's the soldier, not the lawyer, who's given us a right to a fair trial. It's the soldier, not the politician, who's given us the right to vote. It's the soldier who salutes the flag, who serves beneath the flag, whose coffin is draped by the flag, who allows the protester to burn the flag. We must remember those who have sacrificed on our behalf, Jesus, of course. The early church and martyrs, our American founding fathers, and our military, both past and present. The history of Memorial Day, Memorial Day began around the Civil War. Graves were decorated without respect to whether it was a Union or Confederate soldier. Placing a wreath at the Tomb of the Unknown Soldier is the epitome of the modern day observance of Memorial Day. We remember our dead by decorating their graves with flags as Americans, with flowers as humans, with firing weapons as soldiers. Do you know why Americans do the 21-gun salute? Because the year of our freedom, 1776, you add those numbers up, you get 21. We will remember our dead here by placing a wreath at the cross in the healing garden immediately following the service. The freedom we enjoy today is a direct result of sacrifice. As believers, we are truly free in Christ because of his sacrifice. We are free from the law, free from sin, free from death. And as Americans... A soldier's death 200 years ago affects our freedoms today. So we must remember. And we must show our gratefulness by exercising our freedoms. Worshipping, voting, bearing arms. We show our gratefulness by remembering our heroes. Because let me be frank with you as I conclude what we don't intentionally pause to remember we will obviously eventually forget. And we will soon no, long, soon no longer appreciate. So let us remember this Memorial Day, lest we forget. And so for a Christian, how do we best observe Memorial Day? Remember the soldier and receive the Savior. Remember the soldier. We are remembering our soldiers both living and dead today. Those who've already made the ultimate sacrifice and those who will pass one day. But they all serve for our freedom. We remember the soldier. But we must receive the Savior. If you are here today and you've never received Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, may today be the day, now be the time. Invite Jesus Christ into your heart. Believe that he died on the cross to pay for your sins. That he was buried for your sins. And the third day he rose again from the dead. Remember the soldier. Receive the Savior. Thank a soldier. So many are gone, we can't, we don't see them. But we still have soldiers. In this very room, we still have soldiers. You've seen a lot of their pictures. Just last night, I was very late last night, I was down in Calvert County, I was getting gas in the car. And I was admiring in 1972 a Cadillac sedan DeVille in front of me. This guy was putting gas in. But the way he had to do this, he pulled down his license plate in the back. And do you remember that? Some of the kids are like, what? 
And I said, hey, man, I like your car. Takes me back. I haven't seen anybody put gas in their license plate for a long time. But I was driving my dad's car. And on the front, it says, retired U.S. Army. And the man said, hey, I want to thank you for your service. And I said, it's not me, it's my dad. He shook my hand. He said, you thank your dad for me. Dad, thank you for your service. And all of you soldiers that are here today, thank you for your service. Remember the soldier. Receive the Savior. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for your grace, your mercy, and love. Thank you for the freedoms we enjoy. And now, Father, on this Memorial Day weekend, we're so grateful for the many lives and the much blood that was shed for our freedom. But most of all, we're thankful for Jesus who shed his blood that we might be free indeed. As we continue this observance outside, Lord, Help us to remember the soldier, but receive the Savior in whose name we pray. Amen.